Hello. I Am One Live was recorded in front of a live, mostly, anyway, audience at the Peel Centenary Centre in February of this year before the COVID-19 lockdown on the Isle of Man. It contains some stronger language than you may normally hear on Max Radio, unless, of course, you're a late-show regular. It is not our intention to offend those of a delicate disposition. Any similarity to real-life characters was almost certainly intentional. This is satire, after all, or at least our best shot at it. If you dislike stronger language and satirical humour, it may not be for you, but we hope you enjoy it for what it is, a humorous sideswipe at the quirks and oddities which make Manx life and politics the pleasure they are. Thank you. Generations of loyal listeners have grown up with Manx Radio. Quite a few more have died listening to it. The station has always enjoyed a special relationship with the Manx government, having once been run directly by the state. These days, Timwell prefers to manage it at arm's length, which basically means threatening to close the station down every five years, particularly if it's had the cheat to ask the chief minister any awkward questions. But for many, Manx Radio really excels in its coverage of the TT races. Indeed, the government is always keen to further add to the excitement by not telling them whether they've got the contract until practice week. (laughs) But in the year 2020, Manx Radio is at a crossroads. The station now posts countless videos on a daily basis, giving viewers the chance to ignore the island's top politicians in action on YouTube, or at least sitting down spouting bollocks into a microphone, which is about as active as many of them get. But it isn't just politics. The station also produces cultural items about local traditions such as falconry, whiffling, Eating pigs, shoved children, bear baiting and mixed martial art tax evasion. But this evening, we offer a unique fly-on-the-wall look at Manx Radio Studios, the characters, the programmes, the politicians, the public and, of course, the unremitting stupidity and boredom which makes Manx Radio and Ida Life so special. So join us as we discover exactly what goes on at IM1. But before we begin, the latest on a sensational and dramatic news story, which has had the nation hooked for months. Let's cross over live now to our wildlife correspondent. Yes, thank you, Chris. And we've just heard that Kush the Red Panda has escaped again. We're joined by Kirk's Wildlife Park Manager, Kathleen Ferrier. Yes, hello. Um, We think Kush managed to escape after piling lots of branches together to make a a sort of makeshift ladder, then just climbing out of his enclosure. Uh, Quite ingenious, really. However, we have now cut down all the trees in his area, so that'll show him. In any case, we expect him back when he's hungry, after which he'll be put back in Red Panda Jail. Thanks, Kathleen. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the latest developments in Pandagate throughout the show. Up on Douglas Head, an early morning meeting is taking place in Manx Radio's newsroom. The editorial staff are hard at it, planning the big stories of the day. Right then, team. Well, I say team, there's only me and you here. Uh, Where's everybody else, Ewan? There was a staff party last night. Uh, Mate got a bit mad at the creek. I think we made a bit of a mess. Well, thanks for the invite. 
What have we got so far, then? Well, um, two double espressos, a flat white, and an Americano. Excellent. Good. Is the coffee machine working? Uh, no, it's a uh, Nescafe. Nescafe. So it's going to be another shit of a day. First job, then, place a call to Manvend. You're to tell them it's a matter of national importance. And if they're not here by 8.30am, we're going to ring them live on air. That should speed things up a bit. Now, have we any other live interviews to worry about this morning? Mm, there's the chief minister in at ten past eight. Another chief minister interview? Oh, joy. That's the fifth this week, and it's only Tuesday. What's he beefing about? Uh, what was it last time? Um, it was climate change. So if it was climate change last time, it'll be Brexit today. jeez. Oh, Brexit again. They want to do it again just to make sure the message comes across. What's the message again? That we're well prepared and ready and definitely paying our fair share of VAT on aircraft. <laughs> so the cabinet's want to, cabinet office want us to do that today and then again next Wednesday and then once more next Friday. Three times? That's just taking the piss. We were never in Europe to begin with. Yes, but Mr Quayle's getting a good deal out of it. He managed to wangle a free case of Chateau Neuf de Pap out of his last trip to Brussels. He reckons there'll be a bit of salami going spare next time, so we've instru been instructed to drag out the story for as long as possible. Oh, we better do what they say, I suppose. Better not upset them. What else have we got for the programme, then? Anything remotely interesting? You know, any stabbings? Any committees? Any stabbings at committees? Ooh, there's our daily diary piece on the restoration progress at the Queen's Pier in Ramsey. Oh, the Queen's Pier. That's us sorted for the next 60 years. <laughs> Anything else to give a bit of light and shade to our listeners? Uh, what colour's the Queen's Pier? Rusty brown? Well, it's dark, isn't it? Wouldn't, well, I would say, wouldn't you? Not many laughs in a piece about rusty old planks. That's just the boys repairing the pier. Okay. Anything brighter? Well, we have a piece with the policy ob Minister for Policy Observation and Practice. Policy Observation or Practice? Oh, the PWOP. Yeah, he's talking about reformation of the political substructure within the Cabinet Working Group's Committee on Ethical Governments and Proletariat Post-Pan-European Nationalism. That sounds interesting. That sounds very interesting, if a little inaccessible. Could you uh, sex it up a bit? By that, do you mean put some really annoying music in the background? Yeah, that's the spirit, you know. Pickety Witch, Brotherhood of Man, Endubs. Def Leppard, George Formby, that sort of thing. And hey, remember to take all those complicated, wordy bits out. It turns the listeners off, doesn't it, having to think too much. Put a few puns in the headline as well, you know, a few puns. Okay, make it... so just so I've got this straight, you want us to make the whole thing more listenable, but take away any credence or message the speaker may have. Exactly. Manx Radio. Got it, brilliant. Morning, men. Uh, less of that, please. That's sexual discrimination. Is it? Oh, well, morning, ladies. <laughs> right, drop everything. We've got an amber weather warning. Amber? Is that serious? Well, it's one darker than yellow, isn't it? I don't think they'd have issued it unless it was fairly serious. I mean, they'd just issue weather warnings. So what's it for? Well, it's to warn people, obviously. It's no, about no, the weather. No, what's the warning about? Ah, well, it seems that from 10am today through to 3pm tomorrow... The Isle of Man is going to be in for a prolonged spell of relatively mild weather. No. <gasps> what? There's no way that can be true. Is this all the island or just the high bits? Well, according to latest reports, it's island-wide. Cops have already been tweeting, warning motorists to use the mountain road wherever possible. 
There could be some gentle breezes, dry road conditions and lovely views. Right, this sounds important. Shall I get the Met Office on the line instantly? Yes, good call. Not in the studio, though. Get yourself out there. Call them from a soft, grassy verge or somewhere. It'll sound better. I'll tell you what. Go down Peel Breakwater. Talk to the little scrote kids jumping in before they hurt themselves. <laughs> OK. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. I'll also see if I can get the Chief Minister in live for comment. Great, great, great. Yeah, I'm going to put in a call to the Lord Bishop. <laughs> hey, DJ Wacky here on the Nation's Station. What's happening, boys and girls? <laughs> Looking like a corker of a day out there. Sure really is a lovely day for a cheeky chock, I suppose I do say so myself. Might just treat one myself from Davidson's later on, or maybe a fab, F-A-B. <laughs> Hey, speaking of fab, we have one fab show coming up for you today on the Nation Station with the latest and greatest hip-hop and dance music that at your age, you're probably quite bewildered by. <laughs> so, whether you're pottering around the garden, filling out your pension supplement, or just heading to the shops for some Werther's Originals and painkillers, we'll be providing the soundtrack with a few giggles <laughs> along the way. <laughs> Now, let's take a look see we've got Dottie. Hey, Dottie from Glenroy Nursing Home. She's been on the blower. She says, please, can you turn that music down? It's far too friggin' loud. Oh, <laughs> Dottie, that's not us lot. That's you having your radio on too loud, you silly old bitch. Hey, I've just been told it's time for a choice of listening here on Manx Radio. If you've already died or lost consciousness... Stay tuned to FM 97.2, where there's more of the same from the last 50-plus years from the nation station, the voice of man, Kick FM, friendly listening station, the bane of your life, online, on air, on drugs, ongoing forever, national broadcaster, you know you want it, you really do, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Manx Radio Portal and New Radio Vision. If you're alive, but have just lost the will to live, then why not retune your dial to AM 1368 where it's time for today's Timbled sitting live from the chamber. Or, or at least live-ish. If you're sticking with me here on the DJ Wacky Big Kipper's Breakfast Show, we've got a rundown of the best tele-themed tunes from the last five decades and a chance to win £2.50 worth of vouchers from Costain Scrap Metal. But now, down in the Timbled chamber, if he's got there yet, Here's Johnny St. John. What's the big stink today, Johnny? Oh, sorry, Bill. Uh, you there, Johnny? Oh, hi, hi, hi. It's me, John. Uh, I was just having a dump. Um, sorry about that. Um, well, if we look at the order paper today, there's a mixed bag for members to chew over as Baldrine MHK Martin Perkins passes round his usual bag of sticky toffees. But there's also plenty of real work to be done today, from legislation on sex dolls to the introduction of a new three-pound note. We're mere minutes away from the start of today's drivel, uh, driven views by some of the sharpest tongues in world politics. So sharp, in fact, that my ears feel like they're bleeding. Anyway, now, here they all come, entering the chamber. Here they are. And among those having a go today is Brettany MHK, Alfie Loose Cannon, who's worried about the decline of the Manx cat. Elsewhere, Lazare North, MHK, Red Lorry, Yellow Lorry, Hooping Cough, is, is trying to pass a bill that would ban the import of UK politicians. But first, squirming in the seat next to Arbery, MHK, Jason Brick Shithouse, he's there with his first question about the Chief Minister's sexuality and whether he'll apologise for it. Oh, 
Sorry, I got that wrong. First to speak is President of the Court, Steve Rogan-Josh. Order, order, order a few pizzas to keep us going. I think, Mr. Clark, it's going to be a long one. Yeah, come on, well, hurry up then, hurry up. I mean, some of us have got buses to chuck up on. Mm, right. Well, down to business then. Um, first order of the day, tomato and cheese for the keys. I'll say aye. 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 A bag of chips for Ledgeco, two aye. bottles of Fanta, a cup of tea for Grandad Cretney. Grandad. Uh, right, right. Uh, okay, the following members are excused. Uh, the Minister for Jollies is currently off away. He's in Wuhan trying to learn about the coronavirus. We put him in with a meeting with Premier Something Wong. <laughs> Pulled a right good one on the bass up there, lads. Hey, <laughs> the Foxdale MHK, meanwhile, has sent me the following text. Uh, Dear Tinwald, let's be honest, it's not like we're doing anything important anyway. Catch you in the prosy after for a couple. Kiss, hug, kiss, hug. Wink face, kiss, hug. Fair enough, excused. First question, then, is from Little Switzerland, MHK, Bob Conifer. I'd like to ask the Minister of Obfuscation and Lies, is the Ben McCree going to be sailing today? No. no. To Bride, online, on smartphone apps, and on AM and FM, this is Manx Radio. And breaking news this hour, the island is in for a spell of relatively mild weather. Yes, you heard it, not wild, mild. The Met Office has issued an amber warning for nicest conditions between now and tomorrow. The Met men say temperatures may rise as high as 12 degrees Celsius. Yes, Celsius. And winds will be force one or nothing. With no rain, some nice sunshine, but not too much, and blue skies. Tim Glover hasn't come into work today, but he is topping up on his Manx tan on the beach at Laxey. He's on the line now. Tim. Uh, hello, uh, yes, Ewan, and I have to say it's really quite nice down here. Since I arrived, several cars have gone past with windows down, sometimes even a cheeky elbow sticking out. Others have even removed the roof, just the convertibles anyway. Dogs are panting, fatties regretting the decision to wear grey, it's really quite remarkable. A few moments ago, I chatted to a bloke walking his dog on the beach. He said he can't remember weather as nice as this since earlier in the summer, when it really was rather pleasant, and then it went shit again. Uh, just looking at the latest from the DOI, it says uh, on the flood watch here, dry, no chance of any flooding for at least the next day. Homeowners here in Laxey are making full use of the opportunity to hang out their kecks for a bit, dry off those warped linoleum floors, and make some sandcastles out of the sandbags they've been offering sacrifices to every night since October. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Ewan. Thanks. Thanks. Yes, Tim, you've said thanks. Well, Tim Glover there, airing his nipples on Laxey Beach. On the other line, Neil Young is at the Met Office. Neil, is this quite nice weather difficult to accurately predict? Uh, no. <laughs> Neil Young at Ronald's Way Met Office, he's got a heart of gold, haven't you, Neil? <laughs> Moving on. The advice from police is, even if you don't need to make a journey, 
Why don't you go try and drive out anyway? Maybe even whip the bike out for a lap while the cops are busy taking pictures of their ice cream. And if you're bothering to head in for work, leave a bit less time than usual and drive a little faster. You probably won't kill anyone, and even if you do, it'll give the coppers something to do. And um, you've been tweeting, of course, in your droves, which we're always glad of. Uh, Big Al's been reading them, haven't you, Al? Yes, and if you're tweeting today, why not twat us at http <laughs> colon forward slash forward slash www.periodtwitter full stop com forward slash profile forward slash manx radio no caps no spaces dot twitter dot html dot com. Uh, but yes, some of you really have been twatting us off today. Let's read a few of those now. Uh, Kelly, thanks for twatting. She says it's a great day for dogging. I hope you mean walking the dog. You do mean walking the dog, don't you, Kelly? Anyway, if you don't, then let us know where you are this morning. We'll add you to the ShopRite copulation list where you could be winning a year's supply of KY jelly. Davy, Davy, thanks for twatting at us. He says, Manx Radio, what a load of shite. Crap as usual. I'm switching to three. Might do myself, Davy. Might do myself. Well, it worked for George Ferguson. <laughs> right, thanks, Alex. Let's go over now to the traffic desk. And by traffic desk, I mean my desk, which is also the news desk, the sports desk, the business desk. And for one presenter who shall remain nameless, the shaggy missus while no one's about and leave it wet for the next morning desk. Yay! Andy. Yeah, mind if I uh, do the traffic now, Ewan? Go ahead, Andy. It's nothing you've not done before. <laughs> It's Manx Radio Roadwatch, keeping roads Manx. And uh, keeping an eye on the Manx roads today, the Stugadoo Road, still very much Manx, even if most people don't have a frigging clue where it is. Uh, Spit Corner in Peel remains controversially Manx, though still more Manx than Weatherglass Corner. Uh, some confusion over Kreutlaui and Lenaig, a number of complaints about pronunciation there. Old favourites, such as Balaf, still only being pronounced properly by people with Manx people of several years standing. Begaro, a real disaster area for anyone with fewer than five generations of Manxness under their Baylor twine belts. The uh, Balamotha Strait struggling with some long-term anglicisation there. In some areas, it's become Balamotha Strait. That's a load of bollocks. In the north, Andrea still being pronounced Andrus by those who want to sound Manx, even though they aren't. Some real trouble with John dogging there. Elsewhere, Peel Road in the town. Craig Willies, the slot, remain fairly Manx. Down in the north, the Murray Park is completely bastardised to Moorag. Peel's latest pub, well, that's just given up altogether and named itself after one of the few things the Isle of Man's never had. On the seas, still no indication whether it's Hesham or Haysham. The Ben McCree being forced to turn back after a number of passengers suffered medical emergencies trying to say it proper like, back to you. Thanks very much there, Andy. So that's enough taxpayer cash spent for the morning here on Max Radio. We'll be back after some loss-making adverts. <laughs> someone who's never been to the island before, hearing how much it costs to fly here from Liverpool to the TTU. If nothing is done, it could lead to a coronary or worse still, bankruptcy. Don't delay. Simple actions now can make all the difference. Book an air ticket for TT 2052. It may not help you, but it will be relatively cheap and could make all the difference to your grandchildren. Club together and buy your own plane. An expensive outlay now will prove cheaper in the long run. Move to the Isle of Man. That's what we're hoping you'll do as we're getting pretty desperate. 
Houses are no more expensive than central London, and you'll save thousands on airfares every year, assuming you never want to get off again or go anywhere else at all, ever. And once you've seen hundreds of bikes riding round and round and round the same roads in the same way every year, sometimes slightly faster than before, you'll feel like a new man. <coughs> are you kidding? Hear that? That's a man who's just been told he can't get home after a 12-hour shift because the roads are closed. Again. Instead of taking your rubbish from A to B, take it to C. The Irish Sea. Push it off a cliff after dark on a Friday. It'll give Beach Buddies something to do at the weekend. Beach Buddies is a registered charity dedicated to picking up other people's crap. Farmers are advised to just bury their rubbish in an old field like the Boar's done. Fly tippers should note the sea goes in as well as out. Dolphins don't like plastic. Sir David Attenborough is 102. Bill Dale is the same. I've got a question for you. What can be black, white, Persian, oriental, unique, extremely useful, warm, sometimes beautiful, or just shaggy? Give up? They're immigrants to the island. See our extensive collection in shops in Douglas, Castletown, Port Erin, Peel, Kirkmichael, Ramsey, Jervy, banks, care homes, trust companies, e-gaming firms, car washes, farms, cleaning firms, lawyers, local authorities, garden centres, pubs, hotels, restaurants and schools. Try one today. They're like Manx workers, only better. And fantastic value. Immigrant workers, they speak your language. And probably several others. This is Terry Kringle. This week on The History Man, I'm returning to my youth and a story about a young girl called Eve. She lived with me in the garden and I used to rib her mercilessly. Then one day she went scrumping from a tree we weren't supposed to touch and all hell was let loose. And from then on, we had to cover our bits and pieces with nettle leaves, which was no fun, I can tell you. That's Terry and Eve in the Garden of Eden on The History Man this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. on AM, FM, and available to buy on Wax Cylinder. Breaking news, everyone. We've just heard Kush the Red Panda has escaped from his enclosure again. Let's go live to the Wildlife Park and speak to park manager Kathleen Ferrier. Yes, well, it appears that Kush got out of his enclosure by way of a secret tunnel... Uh, his keeper discovered it hidden behind a poster of an extremely attractive female red panda in a loincloth. Uh, it's an idea we believe he pinched from watching reruns of the Shawshank Redemption, which is in the keeper's restroom across the way from his enclosure. Uh, we've now filled the base of his pen with silt from the marina, so he can't do it again. We expect him back for Evensong, as red pandas are actually deeply religious. It's almost like the cute little bastard doesn't want to be in captivity. Back to the studio. A recent survey of the listening public found that Manx Radio is a real hit, give or take a letter. In fact, Manx Radio was recently voted among the top three radio stations in the whole of the Isle of Man. An incredible achievement. It struck a chord with all sections of Manx society, from the elderly to old people, geriatrics, nursing home residents and the aged. And thanks to a recent change in civil service policy, all government offices and departments must now play Manx Radio 24 hours a day to ensure it justifies the massive amounts of government cash spent on keeping the station running. Hello, is this the um, government licensing department? Yeah, right. Uh, what you want, mate? Oh, good. Um, I've... Uh... I've just got a couple of forms here I've filled in to, to drop off. Here's the first one. 
Yeah, right, mate. Uh, hang on a minute. Can you point to one of the pictures, please? I'm sorry? Can you point to the pictures in it? Which picture? The one which most closely relates to what you want and to do today. Uh, um, well, this one, I think. Oh, the motor. Yeah, the, yes, the car. So you want a new driving license? No, 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 I want to renew my... Well, you pointed the wrong picture, haven't you, you Walter? Have I? <laughs> yeah, try again, you melt. Well, is it the other one, this, this one of a pothole? Yeah, the road. Right, now point at one of the subs heading pictures then, please. Uh, well, what, well what's, what's this one? Drawing pins? Tax. See you on... <laughs> Road tax, right? Yes, yeah. Right, well, give it here then, mate. I'll pass it on to someone who can read. Excuse me? <laughs> you can't read? Nah, of course not, mate. Didn't go to King Bill's like some posh dickhead and that, innit? So, so what are you doing here? I'm a civil servant, innit, brother? Public sector, massive, like. None of us, none of us can read, and it's better pay than cleaning bogs or working at poker stars. Since when were civil servants allowed to be illiterate? Well, my man, the minister, dropped the qualifications to encourage more of us to join the brotherhood, you know what I mean? It's like it used to be one of them degrees, and then um, you had to go as the colleges and that, and then at least it was an A-level, and then it was a GSCE, and then just maths and English. And what is it now? Nothing. Hmm? <laughs> Nothing? I would like an ability to uh, recognise pictures and stuff and that. And less than ten convictions. And, <laughs> and not fall asleep at work. Oh, that must be a challenge. Nah, we still do that, like. <laughs> well, thank God it's just a civil service. Well, not really, mate. Everybody's at it now. Like, schools, hospitals, the government, climate change team. They're all crying out for people with no experience. <laughs> Well, you could say the same about the House of Keys, eh? All right, don't be tight then, mate. You can't be making fun of people that thick. Manx Radio News. At somewhere near lunchtime, I'm something resembling a newsreader, Vastamai Yesa. <laughs> Our top story this lunchtime. The Manx government has decided to cut its ties with the struggling airline Flybee, blaming poor performance. The MHK responsible for air travel, Ray Dar, said it was a disgrace to the hard-working Manx taxpayer that delays had caused him to miss a crucial diplomatic assignment to watch Liverpool play in the cup final at Anfield. <laughs> Regional routes to and from the island will now be serviced by the budget airline Ryanair, a move which the minister says couldn't possibly go wrong. However, the flights to Birmingham, Manchester and Gatwick will not depart from Ronald's Way. They'll instead leave from Ryanair's preferred Isle of Man, West Lancashire Airport, described as just a short ferry ride from the main port of Douglas. <laughs> in other news, Arbury commissioners have denied allegations of Russian interference in their last by-election. The chairman of the authority has today sought to quash rumours that he isn't actually from the parish at all and was in fact born in Port St Mary. At the monthly meeting of the Ballybeg Trotskyist Workers' Party last night, Mr. Polankorski insisted he was a Colby man born and bred and had never even been to the parish of Russian. Here's what Mr. Polankorski told Manx Radio earlier. This pogrom is not what the great Bolsheviks of Ballybeg revolted for. Those who wish to spread anti-Arbri sentiment 
will pay a heavy price for their arrogance. To suggest even a notion of Russian interference is a great insult to the people of this parish and is just a bloody cheek, to be honest. Mr. Polankowski there, Manx as the hills. In other news, there's been controversy in the island's capital, and surprise, surprise, it's about the prom. It's emerged the Department of Infrastructure has done a deal with the British military to help fund the promenade development. For the next two years, the roadway will be closed to the public at weekends to allow members of the SAS to use it as an assault course. <laughs> with its uneven, cracking tarmac surface and twisted array of Harris fencing and ill-maintained gas pipelines, it's thought the problem will be more than adequate as a training for a tour of Idlib or Helmand province. <laughs> However, DOI Minister the Dalai Lama says only crack troops <laughs> will be allowed to use the central tram lines. And we've had an update on an earlier story from the police. Officers were concerned for the whereabouts of a local member of the Legislative Council who'd been reported missing. The alarm was raised when Tim Buggerall failed to turn up at the pub for their usual working lunch of pork scratchings followed by seven dry martinis. After an extensive search, they were later discovered in the Legislative Council chamber, described by police as the last place you'd ever expect to find an MLC. Sports news now, and the island's favourite lovable scamp on two wheels, Mark Cavendish, has just won the Tour de Barnsley again. Our reporter, Doggy Bike Style, caught up with the Manx missile on the finish line. Hi, Carl. Good race there, mate. Manx Radio, tell us how you're feeling. Hi. Oh, yeah. Me, yeah. Oh, good. Barnsley, yeah. Oh, thank Christ. I think it's going to come faster than any other crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Max Radio News at about 10 past something or other. More news whenever we can find some. In an effort to ensure a near constant stream of bland political coverage, the directors of Banks Radio have tasked a young journalist with reporting on all 122 of the island's local authorities. At the combined age of 925, all two Lagan commissioners are meeting tonight at the back of the island to tackle the big planning issues facing the 20 living residents in the village. Aye, come in. Come in, young man. Aye, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Have a seat. Oh, we seem to be a chair short. Ah, it doesn't matter, you can sit on the floor. Which radio station are you from then, son? Uh, well, actually, I'm oh, from... Oh, very good, very good. I, right, now, as we've all gathered, I shall officially open the meeting. Apologies first from all those who couldn't make it, and of course, especially apologies from all them who could. Right, first on our agenda, planning matters. Item one. Are we granting planning permission for the creation of an open-air pig slaughterhouse opposite the new vegan restaurant? Oh, aye. Approved. Approved. Item two. Permission to build a fireworks factory under lagging schoolrooms. Approved. Yep, approved. Good, good. Yep. Item three. Consent for the destruction of every cat born north of Castletown. Approved. Approved. Item four. Permission to get it out when appropriate for my own amusement. I can't see. Good, good, good. And finally on our list, a millionaire philanthropist wants to build free of charge a 24-carat gold community centre for everyone to use rent-free for whatever it wants for the rest of eternity. I'm not sure about that. That's a disgrace. (laughs) Listen, 
I've lived in this village since before they even had such a thing as buildings and what have you. And not until I'm deep in the ground and they've shoveled the last spade of lagging mud over my cold, dead corpse will I ever consent to such heinous and pragmatic use of the land in this dear village. Here, 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 here. Objection it is then. Yep, we'll slip some rotten herring through this fellow's front door. Now, <laughs> moving to the biggest item on the agenda. The Department of Infrastructure has proposed the building of a 10-foot-high concrete wall around our lagging community to protect it against the threat of modernization and rising Syrian refugee levels. Keep out those damn South Americans. No more voo-voo-zailers. Yep. Approved. Approved. Aye. Approved. Yep. Definitely. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt the show, everyone. We've just heard that there is a yellow weather warning for high winds. The latest major storm to blow into the island, this time named Storm Bobby Bob, is trying to make its way across the Irish Sea as we speak, although we're hopeful delays on the steam packet may ensure it's stuck waiting at Haitian Harbour with everybody else. The Northern Civic Community site is closed again. That's not weather-related, though. They just couldn't be asked turning up to work. <laughs> Police have banned drivers from using the mounting road. That's unless they're driving without insurance or road tax, in which case they're encouraged to crack on, as it serves them right if they kill themselves. <laughs> and meanwhile, the Department of Education says that double-decker buses will still be used in today's school run, but officials are asking all the fat kids to go on the lower deck. <laughs> in order to give the bus a better chance of staying upright around corners. And, of course, Manx Radio will be broadcasting live weather warnings at 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 and 12 minutes past the hour. Stay tuned, won't you? Please. Meanwhile, back up on Douglas Head, the board of directors of Banks Radio are facing an existential question. How do they continue to keep standards high on Douglas Head while simultaneously spaffing cash up the wall? Right. Now, item one on the agenda, money. Have we made any this year? Um, you beat me to it. <laughs> Is that you, Anthony? <laughs> no. Oh, pity. Why is that? Well, it's uh, predominantly down to challenging conditions in the first quarter, heavy static overheads, a lack of confidence and fluidity with regard to widespread commercial expectations, short selling by market leaders, and outmoded campaign groupthink in a turbulent fiscal atmosphere. You mean we haven't sold enough adverts? Yeah, basically. We're, we're, we're well down on the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth quarter projections. Fifth? Fifth quarter? That's next year. We haven't started selling it yet, but we're already down on budget. Well, how's that? The reasons are manifold and complex, but mainly the new coffee machine and the Christmas party. Yes, the boys from the creek say they'll break our legs if we don't pay for the mess we made in the bogs. Well, I can't risk that. I wouldn't play well with the papers. Now... Anyone got any good ideas to drum up a bit of cash? Hmm. Perhaps if we started broadcasting some more of this grime music. Anyone's children know any black people? <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't think so. Look, maybe we shouldn't play with the programming. Could we realistically make some more space for adverts no, on Manx Radio? No, I mean, uh, we're pretty tight as it is, old chum. We've got the pre-news ad break, we've got the post-news ad break, 
And then we've got the mid-news ad break. Oh, are we still doing the, the mid-news ad break? Oh, yes, but now we disguise them as stories. Look, here's a headline. Hospital overspends for fifth year in a row, but not at ShopRite, where prices are always low. <laughs> Must be something that we can squeeze a little bit more cash out of. Mm, there's always the obituaries. Oh, great, great, great. Love it, love it, love it. Let's brainstorm, everyone. Let's brainstorm this. Who can we get to sponsor the obits? JCB. Um, Bulldog Spades. Or, or, or the manufacturers of the big gas ovens. Bosch. AEG. Cremator mate at a preferential rate. Yep. Uh, Kleenex tissues crack the, crack the uh, lucrative uh, widow and orphan market. Uh, solicitors, they always have a will. The people who make those long black cars. Florists. Uh, whiskey sellers. Air freshener manufacturers. <laughs> Today's Manx Radio obituaries are brought to you by new Sillip Bang Grime Killer Stain Remover. Bang! And the scum is gone. Ladies and gentlemen, here is our intermission. Please feel free to take advantage of the free Bushes beer, and we'll see you very shortly for Act Two. Thank you very much indeed. I, the beloved leader, Lord Howardus Quailius, <laughs> channeling in my greatness there the late, great Julius Caesar. Caesar, a man not just famous for succulent chicken salads, but for being a great and noble statesman. You know, in many ways, we Manxes and the Romans are one and the same. The Romans paved straight roads. We're still working on the paved bit, mind, but th th then again, prom wasn't built in a day. We... Uh, we as an island are living in turbulent times, and I, for one, will not be standing by like Nero, fiddling with myself while our empire burns. <laughs> As the official government line says, the Isle of Man is a special place to live and work, except if you're a teacher, or a member of the post office, or a working-class woman born in the 1950s, or homeless, or a drugs addict, or a child or older foreign or manx. Tr trust me, though, th these times have been challenging for all of us, even your MHKs. I myself recently had no choice but to sell off two of my fields to Dandara, just to make enough money to buy a new horse tram. Oh, the humanity. But, 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 but I have faith. There have been talks of medicine shortages after Brexit. But worry not, the government is working hard with gangsters on Merseyside to ensure the supply of heroin and cocaine are not affected. In spite of all the challenges facing us, we have reason to be confident in our economy. 
the e-gaming sector is strong and fertile, although it's sometimes hard to see what benefit it actually brings. I can assure you that Treasury has received some excellent tips on the 315 at Campton tomorrow. <laughs> and we're very confident that our investment in the bookies' favourites will go some way to filling in our pensions black hole. In fact, speaking of pensioners and black holes, it's, it's great to see this administration leading from the front on assisted dying. It really is. <laughs> After all, it's so important to know when to bow out and to have a dignified end. And that rounds off part one of 27 of my State of the Nation address. And to move sorry, on... Sorry, sorry to interrupt the Chief Minister's speech, everyone. I know how gripping it was. <laughs> Apologies to anyone in the front row, I've just woken up. Um, we've just heard that Kush the Red Panda has escaped from his enclosure again. Let's go live to the Wildlife Park and speak to park manager Kathleen Ferrier. Yes, thank you. Well, it looks like this time Kush is absconded by means of a, a papier-mâché glider. And he'd built this from toilet paper and old panda cakes. <laughs> His keeper found the wreckage of the plane abandoned in Solby. Um, we do expect him home soon, though, as a sod-all to do in Solby. <laughs> and he's banned from the ginger hall. <laughs> yes, come on, Kush, you little crimson prick. Get back in jail. It's been a tough old time for Manx Radio. In recent years, it's been forced to compete with cheaper, younger, and better-looking local radio stations, many of them set up by former Manx Radio disc jockeys. It's also endured a drain of staff left for other institutions, such as the BBC, Legislative Council, and the Isle of Man Prison. <laughs> Government has even threatened to take away the station's pocket money. Last year, it was forced to drop its historic Radio TT brand in favour of a much snappier name. Isle of Man Government presents DED Motorsport Treasury Skelly Radio, sponsored by us lot who know best, no further questions. <laughs> Meanwhile, Manx Radio has been forced to sort out its coverage of the annual TT Day, uh, sorry, the Timble Day proceedings. <laughs> After it emerged that playing the same recording of Timble Day 1991 every year, instead of providing actual commentary. The scandal only came to light when someone recognised the voice of Richard Corkill and called in to complain about the fraud. This year... <laughs> this year, there are exciting new plans to cover the island's national day, dubbed Operation Turd Polish. The new coverage will employ well-known presenters from the Radio TT brand to provide high-octane coverage of the ceremony on Timald Hill. It promises all the thrills and spills of senior race day, with only a minimal risk of participant death. It will be called Manx Radio T. Am I? It's July the 5th. I'm Tim Glover. Welcome to Manx Radio T. Conditions are looking good for what promises to be an exciting day here on the legendary St. John's course. There are only light winds, the paths are dry, so there's every indication we could see some record speeds today. Do expect some blistering pomposity, 
dawdling and general lethargy on display along, so world, along the world famous 37 and three quarter meters of path up from church town past the grandstand where there's what can be described as an expectant hum from the rather elderly audience. <laughs> then it's the long climb, a long climb up that hill before heading downhill all the way. It really is great to watch the action in the chairs there. Lots of movement by the top names trying to make themselves as small as possible to fit into what is a tiny and insignificant podium. But now let's get down to the pit lane and join Manx Radio's favourite twosome. It's Chris and Chris. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, and I think you're right. We're going to see some incredible speeds today. The track is looking great, and there's plenty of rushes been laid down on the racing line. And with so little rain, they haven't washed away. So virtually all the top contenders are on full leather soles. The one or two have been hand roughened. If we look at last year, Howard Creamy Quail was on great form with a post-17-minute time. That big frame of his, a speed of over 133 millimetres an hour. What did you make of that, Chris? Uh, just one word. Absolutely bloody amazing speed. Incredible stuff there from Creamy. Thanks, Chris. Now let's head a further 11 metres down the course where we find Dave Muslim. Dave, some amazing times today. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Uh... Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Incredible, would you say? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, incredible. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Amazable. Thanks, Dave. Now let's head almost 25 metres up the mountain to where they'll start that long, torturous hill climb. Describing the action there for us is Roy Wood. Certainly, Chris, and the sunny conditions put me in mind of the classic tea in 1963. When the conditions were so hot that the rushes started to smolder, some of the top contenders certainly decided to tackle the course without their hats. The smell of that old castrol ball and bear in the air, where we, what a breath of fresh air. Certainly this year, I think Creamy will be the man to beat again, though the Michael Missile Olaf Cannon will be snapping at his heels and certainly never rule out the nearly mad guy Martin Perkins. We're all set here for another uphill battle. Back to you, Chris. Thanks, Roy. That was wizard there, Roy Wood, if you'll forgive the pun. No, bugger off. Sorry, Roy. Listen, we've got to head straight down to Chris now, who's at the start line as they prepare to launch themselves out of that church door. Chris, quite a sight. Oh, it certainly is. You can cut the tension with a knife. The air is thick with the smell of Voltrol, peppermints, and rarely used aftershave. <laughs> quite a few of the top names already in place. Look, there's Jason the Juggernaut Penthouse. He's already just staring out there into space. No change there, then. Um, <laughs> all right, Penty. Yeah, here's the flying Scotsman, Steve Rhodes, on immaculate tartan leathers there. And here's the man of the moment, Steve, creamy quail, looking focused. Or he could be having a nap, tricky to say, really. Ah, <laughs> uh, and there's the church bells to silence, just two minutes to the start. They'll be off down that world-famous piece of gravel and rush for the 2020 Horlicks Malted Milk Senior Tea. We don't want to miss the start. Back to you, Chris. Uh, no, I'm Tim, Chris. No, you're not. <laughs> well, as Chris says, we, we really don't want to miss the start of proceedings, so let's take an ad break. Manx Radio T. Would the owners of all livestock and commercial flocks please shut them up? That bloody cockle wakes me up at six in the pissing morning every day. And while we're at it, well, the owners of all livestock and commercial flocks do something about that stink of shit. It gets right up my nose. I live nowhere near a farm. Manx Radio Tea. Uh, well, unfortunately, we've just missed the start of the Horlicks Malted Milk Senior Tea. 
And so it's back down to Chris. Yeah, yes, Chris, they're already streaming away. Creamy got off to a storm of dropping his top hat and standing on a loose shoelace, losing some valuable balance there before he was really down to his full ambling pace. Thanks, Chris. Well, look, the action really is coming thick and creamy here. So let's cross over to our man in the box, Roy Wood. Certainly, thanks, Chris. Perfect timing as nothing has arrived yet, but certainly I'm reminded of the time, certainly in 1972, when we handed over back to Tommy Robert Ballacrine as it was then and still is now, actually, but of course we certainly don't commemorate them anymore and Tenwald isn't really in it so but certainly it was a stupid idea in the first place but of course back in 1972 of course Tommy had been caught short and whipped out for a quick waz in the pub and stopped while he was in for a couple of Stella Manus and of course by the time he came out again he couldn't remember where the commentary box was and certainly wandered off south he was eventually found in Ballastella the commentary that year was done by a passing nun who a lot of people thought made a certainly Jesus I'm sorry I know the listeners were hanging on to you. I know the listeners were hanging on to you every word, Roy, but I'm going to have to interrupt. Look, we've just got a message through from the studio, and Amber Weather Warning's in place, just issued by Ronald McDonald's Way Met Office. After an unprecedented 12 hours of mild weather, we're now being told to expect water falling from the sky, as well as wind strong enough to knock Uncle Howie's top hat off. Obviously, this is going to have serious repercussions for the Manx Radio T team this year, not least that drive-through lap of honour by Mark Higgins and Don Gelling later on. Now, with just under a year to go until TT 2021, clock of the course Gary Barlow was telling us it's still too early to tell if there'll be an impact on racing. So let's abandon all hope for now and rejoin our friends back at Manx Radio's broadcasting house, where I believe we're in the middle of a sermon by His Holiness... The Dalai Ray Harmer. Namaste. Peace be upon you. How you doing? You know. Computers say life is it's like a Manx road, long, bumpy, and likely to fall apart. But, but like life, filling in the holes takes a long time. And as we all know, time is money. So if we, if we ever need a bung, we can just take it from somewhere else. Now, island life is like paradise, uh, free of restrictions, a, a, a place where you can live life as fast as you like, as long as it, uh, it's not over 50 miles an hour. Uh, as the Colossus of Rhodes once said, it, 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 it's, better, it's better to think of life not as an infinite road ahead, smoothly stretching out into the distance, but as a series of one-way streets and crossroads and tricky junctions where difficult decisions have to be made. Do you forge ahead, veer off at a tangent, or, or, or back the way you've just come? We, we found the latter is, is generally the best. Um, <laughs> then then the, 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 there's life's roundabouts where suddenly everything is thrown into confusion. No one has a clue where anyone's going and everything seems to come to a complete standstill. But, 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 but remember, inactivity can reach, can reap rich rewards. Uh, I mean, 
just look at the Legislative Council. Uh, <laughs> a life well lived it is like, 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 like a promenade along the seafront. <laughs> Long, busy, full of shit in the middle, <laughs> and, 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 and totally shagged at each end. And, 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 and just like a prom, even obscene amounts of money can't put it right again when, 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 when it's completely buggered. Your, your life might end up being a, a, a road to riches or, or, or a tram ride to nowhere. But, but remember, like, 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 like the horse at the front of the tram, only you can decide which direction to take. Though, once the tram lines are down, that's the way you'll go. <laughs> Fast am I, and welcome back to Manx Radio's generic afternoon programme. It's a sunny day out there, and you're inside listening away to this. What a waste of life. Well, it's a privilege and an honour today to uh, welcome onto the station one of our favourite and most uh, consistent guests. It's Beach Buddies founder, Sir Bill Dale. Oh, oh I'm not Sir Bill Dale uh, yet. <laughs> no, 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 really. Uh, just call me good old Uncle Bill, O-B-A-M-B-A-B-A-M. All round good egg. Always a pleasure, Bill. Thanks for coming in. Now, you gave us a ring the other day because something's got your goat. Oh, it really has there, Johnny. It's, uh, it's getting on me tits. Oh, try not to swear there, Bill. Bollocks, sorry. Uh, what's been... <laughs> Winding you up then, Bill. Well, it's these people who think it's okay just to chuck bags of rubbish out their car windows, you know, dump their old fridges and tellies, you know, that kind of thing. Ah, yes, the fly tippers. Menaces the lot of them. Have they been at it again? Well, you see, this is the problem, Johnny. They've stopped doing it. It's given me nothing to do. I mean, that doesn't sound like much of a problem, Bill, if they're not fly tipping. It's just a bit thoughtless of them, to be honest with you. You see... I've made a good name for myself out of this cleaning malarkey. And to be honest with you, I can't be arsed doing it anymore. That's, that's why I guilt trip the bankers and the school kiddies into doing the bulk of it for me now. But if nobody's out there dropping the rubbish, there's nothing for them to pick up. Hold on, though. Isn't that what you've been after all these years? Aye, well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But spare a thought for old Billy for a minute here. When we started this Beach Buddies thing ten years ago, the movement was young, simpler times, eh? The beaches were filthy. The only ones using them were the young'uns out fishing for turds in Douglas Bay in the summer. <laughs> I had loads to do. I was out every weekend sweeping other people's crap off the beaches, but now everyone's at it, and it's spoiling it. I'm sorry, I'm a bit lost here, Bill. Well, look, look, put it this way. Last week, at a clean-up, we were doing the beach buddies. I had two pensioners fighting over a used Johnny. A Johnny! <laughs> so, let me get this right, Bill. What you're saying is people need to keep carelessly disposing of their waste to give you and your lot something to do. That's it, Johnny. You see, I've got a good little number here going. A, a Beach Buddies brand, if you like. We just secured a load of lottery trust funding. I'm sure there'll be a nice wedge for the boys from Alfie Cannon and that in the Manx budget next week. Environmental measures, yes, please. Thank you very much. If there's no rubbish to clean up, it's all going to be taken away. Hey, I've just bought a lovely new Tesla pickup truck with night vision, sat-nav, chrome Beach Buddies branding. Beautiful. That's got to be paid for. I see. Luke... The supermarkets are cutting back on plastic. We're all recycling. The only filler out this way chucking things away carelessly is the deaf minister at his summer barbecue. Yeah. 
All right, folks, you heard it from the man himself. Get that rubbish chucked on the floor. Aye, that's it, folks. You heard it from me. Fag ends, coke bottles, placky bags, bike tyres. You know them little six-pack rings for beer? They do a lovely job controlling the wild seals down on the calf. Get them chucked away on the floor, down the bog. It keeps us all busy on the weekend. Money for old rope, eh, Bill? Couldn't have put it better myself, John. Cheers. Cheers. Meanwhile, in a local doctor's surgery up north, Manx Radio is playing in the waiting room, doing its job making the patients feel worse. But this is no ordinary surgery, and it's no ordinary doctor. Come on. Hello. Um, you, you, you must be um, Dr. Alex Allenson, GP. <laughs> MHK, reformer, heart of gold, but also a doctor. Please, come in, take a seat. Oh, uh, oh thank you, thank you. Uh, you see, um, see, Doctor, it's just that I've, I've got a bit of an, an ear infection Chair for a spliff. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, no, no thanks. Um, you see, it's just that my, my ears are a little bit infected here. Oh, my apologies, my apologies. Sorry, sorry. Constituency matter, I'd imagine, folks. Not easy juggling such two important jobs at the moment. I'm like a bloody Superman-style character. Hello? Hello? Yes, Mrs. Ryan. Be well assured Dr. Allenson is looking into it for you. I'll table a question and the keys about it for next week. Of course. And how's that boil on your groin coming along? <laughs> Burst? Lovely. Lovely. Okay, best go. Bye-bye. 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 Sorry, you were saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just that I've got this, I've got this earache, you see. I, I, I think it might be tinnitus or... Um... And are you telling me this as a patient or a constituent? Um, uh, well, as, as a patient? Because tinnitus is no laughing matter, especially if it's been caused by the excessive traffic noise on Lazare Road. Would you like me to table a question about that in the House of Keys? Uh, no, 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 that, that shouldn't be necessary. I, I just... I just really need some help with the ear. Okay, uh, okay. Have you considered Kush? What, the red panda? No, no. Kush, high grade, skunk, reefer, <laughs> deerb, wacky backy. <laughs> what? Cannabis. It's the new miracle weed that cures everything from me measles and mumps to manic depression. Smoke some yourself there, it's lovely. Yeah. Put that back, David, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I mean, really? I mean, what, the lad next door to us always used to smoke it. He, he looked pretty ill. <laughs> oh, yes. It's only bad for you if you're working class. Well, look. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really interested in, in weed. Um, I had a joint once at university. It made me feel pretty wobbly. Pussy. <laughs> what? Go on. Do it. Do it. Don't you want to be cool like me? But, but, I, don't, I don't really feel very comfortable with this. Go on. No. Go on. Look, no, no, look, 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 doctor. This is getting quite sick. It, look, if you, if you can't offer me any sensible solutions for my earache, I'm going to have to seek a second opinion. Well, there is something I've been working on. It's a little bit radical, but it just might work. Yeah, go on. Euthanasia. Right. That's it. I'm out of here. Good day, Doctor. Oh, remember to vote Allenson in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Well, look. 
It just goes to show, even with the best will in the world, some people don't want to move with the times. Oh well, more for me. Radio News at some time in the afternoon. Well, it's all relative anyway, isn't it? The Education Minister says he's delighted that the Guinness Book of Records has officially recognised a recent attempt to cram the highest number of angry and pissed off teachers into one building. <laughs> Graham Craig Willies was speaking after over 800 teachers squeezed themselves into a meeting at the Mount Murray. Just a fortnight ago, the minister set another world record when the ongoing NSC pool refurbishment surpassed Brexit as the biggest omni-shambles ever attempted by a government. <laughs> the MER has said sorry and issued refunds to hundreds of customers who'd booked their new summer service. The railway's online booking system was flooded with requests after passengers were offered £10 return tickets to Gatwick instead of Garwick. <laughs> A spokesman said a clerical balls-up had led to the error, but added it really should have been obvious to anyone who wasn't a total knobhead. <laughs> Manx gas customers could finally be set to see a dramatic decrease in their energy bills thanks to global gas supplies running out. The development, which experts believe could ultimately lead to a 100% fall in gas prices, was initially welcomed as good news by the company this morning before bosses realised that actually having no gas available to them probably wouldn't be all that good for business. In a statement, Manx Gas CEO Rich Moneybag said, obviously, if there's no gas about to flog, we're going to have a problem flogging it. It's come as a bit of a surprise, really. I mean, we were warned for years about gas being a finite resource, but we didn't actually think it would genuinely run out. The move has angered protesters who've now been left with nothing to protest about for the time being. Blah, blah, blah. God, I'm bored. You're bored. We're all bored. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> worrying statistics from the Department of Health and Social Care have shown how more than 75% of news reports about the health minister gets his name wrong. David Ashford released the figures on Facebook this morning. In a statement, Mr. Ashworth says it's unacceptable the general public is being misinformed. Mr. Ashcloud goes on to say the misnomering needs addressing urgently. A motion will be put forward in Timmold next week by Mr. Ashtray, calling for a parliamentary committee to investigate why Mr. Ashtag's name is so easy to say wrong. Mr. Ashbrown told us it was bang out of order that newsreaders kept referring to him, amongst other things, as Minister Ashhole, <laughs> Minister Naughty Ash, and Minister Absolutely Fabulous. He went on to accuse Manx Radio of making an ash of it. Manx Radio News, more news in an hour. If that's not enough, you can follow Manx Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and... Oh, who cares? Following his near-daily appearances on Manx Radio, Reform and Policy and Change and Transformation, and then again, Change It Again, Minister Chris Thomas, MHK, <laughs> has been given the green light to pursue his dream radio career. Here he is at home presenting his new foodie feature, 
cooking the books. Hello, I'm Chris Thomas. Hello, everyone. It's lovely, lovely to see you all here, members of the public, valued stakeholders, important, engaged members of this island community. Today, I'm going to be showing you how to rustle up a favourite of mine, which I like to rustle up for friends in Douglas, Onken and Braddon and the greater eastern area. Like most of my choice dishes, it's not simple and requires around 450 hours of preparation and even more ingredients. Yes, today we'll be making an eastern area flan. Now first, to start, you want to take a consultation, a fresh one. If you can get one with a low number of correspondence, that's better. Just break it up in your hand into the bowl, then dilute it with a pint of your own rhetoric. Now mix it together, and you should see the consultation start to lose shape. Once that begins to happen, you need to add more than half a bag of developer interest, take a pinch of genuine resident concern, jumble it together, place it in the oven, Manx Gas Mark 8, for the over 75 minutes, simple. Manx Radio is famed for its marathon weekly broadcasts from the House of Keys. But if the walls of the House of Keys could talk, what would they say? Oh, by Christ, boys, I'm bored. Oh. <laughs> Me too. Bored, 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 bored. bored, bored, bored. And I'll tell you what, this friggin' roof is heavy. I'll say. Oh, were any of you at that climate debate last week? Of course we bloody were. We're walls. We left the whole house and come tumbling down around their ears. But do they appreciate that? Ah, do they? We're just taken for granted. So what about that debate on climate change then? Oh, Record-breaking, wasn't she? Made me want to plast over myself. Oh, everyone spoke even if they had nothing to say. It was just that important. So why is it so important, climate change, now then? It's been around for years and no one gave a toss. Ah, but there's going to be an election soon, isn't there? Only they weren't seen to say something on the issue. Come, come back to bite them on the arse. They wouldn't want to see Uncle Jeffrey and the boys diddled out of another five years on the gravy train. Particularly as all the moons you've ever have been there watching them, skipping school protesting outside here. They couldn't be ignored anymore. Supposedly five years bad luck if you forgot to say hello to them when you drove past in your five-litre jag. Well, ask the, <laughs> ask the chief minister he did. Well, I'll tell you what, lads. I heard one of the little people actually confronted him in our very chamber last week. Really? Well, was he cursed? I should say so. One of them called him an ignorant... So why are all these little people being taken seriously now? Well, as I say, they've all been skiving off school to protest, haven't they? Holding up the banners with little slogans like climate change is worse than double English. Not the Ramsey Grammar ones, though. <laughs> they just drew their names in crayon. Uh, and more to the point, the little people won't be so little at the next election, will they? They'll be coming on 16, old enough to get into the pubs. And even more excitingly, help them make the next house of keys. Oh, so that's what it is. That's it, yeah. So, what have we as walls got to look forward to this oh, year, then? Only six months until the summer recess. 
Oh, I always look forward to that summer recess. Not so much hot air around. Well, there's the uh, license fee debate soon. Oh, God help us. I'm losing the will to keep standing. And the debate about the future of public service broadcasting. Again? Oh, then there's the LegCo elections. The Syrian refugees. The post office closing. Public sector pensions. MHKs and pay packets. Dog shite. Seagulls. Bloody seagulls. How many times have we heard that one? It's enough to drive you up the flaming walls. That's it. I'm thinking of withdrawing my support. Oh, me too. I mean, it's ridiculous. I think we should come down on them like a ton of bricks. Sorry to interrupt the show again, everyone. We've just had a further red weather warning in from the guys down at Ronaldsway Met Office. Um, This time, they're warning us about a threatening build-up of fog on Michael Street in Peel... Localised outside the crepe and vape e-cigarette superstore. Uh, We're all being urged to avoid the area due to a nauseating blueberry-flavoured mist, and that's being attributed to a group of teenage mothers. It's causing low visibility and lightheadedness for pedestrians and mobility scooter drivers. There are also fears that the so-called Great Gothic Puff accumulation could merge with a nearby pattern of regular ciggy smoke. That's from the White House pub around the corner causing a potentially lethal super silk cut smog, which could cause a cataclysmic ash cloud. Uh, Now, we do have protective gas masks. They've been imported on the cheap from Hong Kong. They're being handed out to residents as far out as Bala Wattleworth. (laughs) Then there is the threat of the cloud drifting over to Moore's Kipper factory, in which case we're all completely From Fort Anne to Fairy Cottage, online, on smartphone apps, and on AM and FM. This is Manx Radio. Welcome back to the nation's station, Manx Radio. As you will have been hearing in the news, things are returning to normal this morning after a major police incident in Douglas last night. Roads were closed for several hours before police realised they needed to open them to allow officers to get to the scene. A 49-year-old woman was arrested on suspicion of battery. This was after a four-year-old Duracell battery was mistakenly arrested and subsequently released without charge. (laughs) To shed some more light on the incident, we're joined in the studio now by Police Inspector Graham Sargent. Inspector Sargent, good morning. That's to my... Now, using as much modern policing jargon as possible, tell us about the incident. Well... Last night, at approximately 20 past 2200 hours, officers were dispatched from the Central Policing Team's Neighbourhood Control Response Centralised Policing Unit to attend reports of an apparent disturbance at an apparent address in Douglas. Now, obviously, there are several hundred addresses in the Greater Douglas area, so officers faced a unique challenge, narrowing down to just the one. Fortunately, the address was in full provided to emergency services over the telephone, which made our job significantly easier. Upon arrival at the property, police located a male in his late 40s displaying injuries consistent with an unplanned bilateral orchiectomy. Uh, An unplanned orchiectomy? Yes, the evidence so far points in that direction, yes. Ooh, so he had his his ghoulies cut off. Well, the constabulary is exploring all possible avenues as to how his uh, particulars came to be absent. Now... At the scene, uh, officers also located a female, also in her late 40s, and sharing an apparent nuptial arrangement... The bloke's wife. ...holding a hand-operated ergonomic shearing blade. 
a big sawed-off pair of scissors. Now, while investigations are ongoing to determine exactly what happened in the lead-up to officers arriving at the scene, it's understood that the male in his 40s had enlisted the services of an unlicensed, even-tied third-party fornication operative. And even what? An unlicensed, even-tied third-party fornication operative. Oh, a hooker. Investigations are ongoing, yes. So his wife caught him bonking and had his nads off with a pair of scissors. Wow. Well, the constabulary is not prepared to engage in speculation at this stage. But, <laughs> but we are carrying out inquiries to determine exactly how and why the man's reproductive organs were found several paces from their rifle place in between his thighs. We would, of course, welcome uh, speculation from the general public, though, who are welcome to come along and have a gossip, or indeed just a, <laughs> a good old laugh, on our dedicated <laughs> police media, policing digital constabulary police page, where you can also find essential information, such as how long the mountain road's been shut for, a list of local kids who haven't come home for their dinners, and what flavour ice cream's in the constabulary freezer this afternoon. OK, well, while I've got you here... Is the mountain road open? Yes, as far as I'm aware, it isn't. Inspector Sergeant, thanks for joining us. Tea and two sugars? Ah, oh, I see you've been reading up police Twitter feed again. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we'll be back shortly after some loss-making adverts. I joined Onken Commissioners when I was 55. I don't know why they picked on me. I was always scared and worried. Even at home, they'd message me all the time about how I'd vote on minor planning applications or whether the civic service should be held on a Wednesday or a Thursday. I just wanted to hide. But coming to commission support turned my life around. I feel better, stronger. I know I can get past this. No commissioner should face fear alone. For help... Contact Commissioner's Support. Will you support the SAVE initiative, Mr Hooper? Uh, uh, no, I, I don't think I can because it's... Man fire. So, Kate, uh, either you leave your position as head of the health service or... Uh... Man fire. Uh, now, we, the Commissioners of Onken, want to make it clear you've done a wonderful job as clerk, but... Man fire. Man fire. Coming soon, if you ask awkward questions. Getting divorced. It's always stressful, no matter how many times you do it. Now, Island Law Firm's Barber and Black, Cheap Hickory and Dicker Reed Doherty have joined forces to become Barber Black, Cheap Hickory, Dicker Reed Doherty, specialists in alimony separations, divorce, litigation, and nursery nursing. Call now for smiling advice, future planning, wills and endowments and make sure that life-changing, distressing, and heart-wrenching split of the family unit doesn't turn into a crisis and leave your offspring destitute. Free 30-second consultation and coffee. Subsequent meetings charged at £1,800 a minute. Barber Black, Cheap Hickory, Dickory, Doherty. We'll make certain your children will be well endowed. The stakes are high. The road is unforgiving. But for those who dare to dream... It's the race of a lifetime. Speed. Agility. The ultimate test. Now from the makers of the Isle of Man TT video game. A thrilling new sequel in road racing. 
Parish Walk Simulator. Play across more than 80 miles of virtual tarmac through 17 virtual parishes at speeds you never thought were possible. Marvel at the mouthwateringly realistic blister graphics with playable characters including Jock Waddington, Big Willie Corkill, and that fellow who got done for doing that thing outside the woman's window. Play against your friends online in real time. Come on, son! You've been on that bloody thing for 23 hours! Your dinner's going gold! Shut up, Mum! I'm nearly through London! Parish Walk Simulator. All the thrill of the world's ultimate road race without moving a muscle. Coming soon. Breaking news. It's not really news at this point. We've just heard that Kush the Red Panda has escaped from his enclosure again. Let's go live to the wildlife park and speak to park manager Kathleen Ferrier. Yes, thank you. Well, now it seems Kush has just walked out of the park via the main gate after disguising himself as Education Minister Graham Craig Willies. Kush put on a comedy Max accent. He told security staff he'd been locked in a cage by angry teachers during a school trip. The security staff tell me he was actually really convincing as the minister, other than the slight height difference, and that he sounded a little bit more eloquent and more informed than usual. Kush, for the last time, you infernal little saffron-hued fluffy arsehole, get back in your box! Aye, we've got a search squad out for him, and we told the coppers to taser him if they see him. In keeping with Max Radio's bold transformation strategy, the exact same presenters have been instructed to do exactly the same thing, only in a slightly different time slot. One of the Manx Radio stalwarts to benefit from this change is Stu Peters, who's had his coveted midday phone-in programme, Talking Crap, moved to the coveted midnight slot. This is a coup for Stu, who's glad for the extra 12 hours in bed. It also better suits his usual audience of weirdo social outcasts and pissheads. Stu Peters, try and do this. Kill him. <laughs> Hello, I'm Stu Peters. Imagine Jeremy Clarkson's least favourite uncle, and you're not far off. It's great to be here on The Late Show. Basically, it's talking heads with more swearing and better music, because I've chosen it. And today we're talking about the island's ageing population. Every year the numbers are growing. Figures show that in a decade's time, far more people on the Isle of Man will be old and knackered compared to ten years ago. Makes sense when you think about it. But it will have major repercussions for the economy, pensions, healthcare, and of course, the horse trams, because who else would bother? <laughs> so, what can be done to curb the growth in that sector of the island's population? What effect could it have on your life? Personally, I can't stand them clogging up the road in their little cars, driving far too slow, dithering at the supermarket, that click-clacking sound they make when they suck on a Murray Mint. But what do you think? Give me a call, especially if you're a gammon, a raging climate change denier, or a UFO conspiracy theorist. Stupid, the nation's station, 
It's been a long day at the nation's station, and the audience are knackered. Many have passed out from chronic Manx radio exposure. But for those who still need a fix of inane banter, irrelevant music, and irritating commercials, Manx Radio's dedicated team of overnight presenters are carrying the station through the wee small hours. Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in, you guys and gals. It's DJ Wacky up here on the Nation Station, taking you through to 5 o'clock in the morning. Fetch yourself a lukewarm copper and a heart full of cod liver oil, and the Late Night Lounge is here to help you chill after a hard day's pottering trying to find a post office. Well, broadcasting live from Douglas Head in a rickety old caravan, Shaw Radio Bannon or whatever, it's Manx Radio. By the way, if you tuned in hoping to hear Horace with a bit of light music to ease you off tonight, you might be a bit disappointed to hear it's yours truly, DJ Wacky. Hope you don't bust a gut. But in all seriousness, best wishes to Horace, who's in hospital. Um, Anyway, whatever's keeping you up at this time, dear listener, whether it's a bout of food poisoning or simply the unbearable gravity of being alone with your thoughts, let's get the party started, shall we? Jan from Foxdale's been in touch. How are you doing, Jan? She says, how about a good old golden oldie to take us through the evening and into my 70th birthday? Couldn't have picked a better one myself, Jan. This won't be a trip down memory lane for lots of you who grew up all those years ago. Jan says, this reminds me of the long summer of 1991. My gorgeous hubby and I would stay up till the wee small hours listening to this one and banging away at it like an outhouse door in the wind. Wonderful, Jan. Well, Jan, this one's for you. A very, very happy 70th birthday to you. It's the prodigy, and they're rather lovely. Smack my bitch up. Oh, we we seem to be having uh, some technical problems with uh, that one, Jan. Hope it hasn't stopped you and your husband, though. Um, Let me just uh, try and get that working. Um, uh, Nothing's happening. Just just bear with me, Jan. Um, Oi, help! Uh, Can we get an engineer in here, please? Yeah. Yeah, what uh, what seems to be the problem here, Bill? I can't get the bleeding computer to work. It's buggered. Let's have a look, then. Yeah, you haven't been looking at those funny websites again, have you? I um, don't know what you're talking about there. Yeah, uh, see what the problem is. Look, look here. It's the uh, it's the lecky meter. It's running out of power. It needs a few quid putting in, doesn't it? Oh bollocks! Have you got fifty p? I bet bollocks like payday's not for another six weeks. Have you got any money? No, I've got out. Oh dear. No, look. I think we're going to have to get management in. Management. Management. Oh, management. Management. Any management round? Yeah. Management. Hey, what's the issue, boys? It's the lecky meter. It's running low. Have you got any cash? Oh, Jesus, God, no. Well, have you got anything either? No, no, no. no. The, I, I think this is it, boys. This is the day we've been dreading. What? Hey? The station's finally run out of money. <laughs> oh, no. I thought we still had a bit of subvention left over as well. Let me just check. No, no, we're skint. How are we going to make it till the next fiscal year? Well, we, we could ask the uh, we could ask the Timmel boys for a bit more dosh, maybe. Oh, I, I don't think so. Uh, we're barely getting away with it as it is. They'll never stump up another wedge for old Manx Radio. You better put out an urgent appeal there, Bill. Okay, okay. Shaw, Radio Vannon, this is an emergency appeal to you, the listening public. We're in dire straits here, and I don't mean money for nothing. Ah, oh, yeah, nice link that. Nice link. Has anyone got any cash? Yeah. 
Seriously, you are, have you actually got any cash? No, stop laughing. Stop laughing. We mean it. Yeah, I know. So, no, seriously. Come on. Yeah. You're miserable a lot. Don't you care about Manx Radio's future? I mean, there's the lifeboat, but then there's real life and death. Manx Radio, you know. It's like you don't care whether we're going to be broadcasting in another five minutes. Yeah, come on. Just give us your fecking money. Come on. Please. Come on. Come on. What can you we must do have to a bit of spare cash, cash somewhere. Come on. Hot. Go Please. on. Come on. I'll get on to D Dickie Kelly, see if he'll do a charity single with the purple helmet. Hey, yes. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, lads, look, time's running out now. Look, it's, uh, the meter's totally done for. Oh, oh no, I've got about ten it. pence to make but it through until tomorrow. Come on, stump up, forget the lifeboats. Oh, it's all about no. what's Manx Radio. Help us out, Come on, please. Oh, I think it's all please. over, boys. No, five, four, three, two, one. The nation station, Manx Radio, signing off. Manx Radio has run out of puff. It's almost time for bed, but one politician turned radio celebrity chef can't resist sneaking down to the kitchen for a late night snack. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> it's me, Chris Tubbus of earlier. I know you didn't forget. You just caught me preparing my favorite midnight snack, draft legislation. With a generous helping of more than 100 clauses for consideration. Ooh, I'm a naughty Thomas. <laughs> I Am One Lie was a Four Wise Men production recorded for Manx Radio at Peel Centenary Centre. It was written, directed and performed by Edwina Roach, Lee Craig and Gwen Wayne with additional performances by Wallace Smirch, Tyler H. Bean, Hay Van Reens, and Jerry T. Krellin. Special thanks go to Brian Zarino, Bush's Brewery, for the free booze, and the team at Peel Centenary Centre for hosting us this evening. Many thanks to you, our lovely audience. Thank you for coming along this evening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much.